Welcome to Annaswick Church. We hope this message from our senior leader, Viv Liebersight, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at annasbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. How are we all? Are we feeling on top of everything? After that worship, after that praise, after that word, come on. Are we awake or what? Hi, everybody out there in internet internet land. How's it going? Blessings on you all. So good that you've joined us today. Or maybe it's gonna be Tuesday night or Thursday night. We often watch online church on Tuesday. We call it Tuesday night church at our house or Thursday night church. So whenever you're, wherever you're watching this or whenever, hi, so nice that you're with us. And I really believe that God is gonna touch you wherever you are. I know there's people in caravans today. God bless you, keeping warm and snuggled up, I bet. But God is with you. He's with you as much as He is here. But we are having a, we're having a whole lot more fun. <laughs> are we? Oh my gosh. But you also can have fun. That's a bit brutal, isn't it? We can have fun wherever. We have fun, me and Brent, we have fun when we watch TV online. I text the family and put it on the love timers family chat because that's what Liebesite means, love time. So we call the love timers. That's a bit of a lull, isn't it? Just so you know, you know. By the way, I am Vivian and married to Brent who was here last week. If you were here last week, he brought that incredible message. And uh, today I'm just gonna kind of like bump after that maybe like just like I felt like there needed to be a little bit of a extra or not extra not at all but I just wanted to I've got a word on my heart I actually believe it's quite a prophetic word word from the week and um and uh yeah so I just think God is so good he's just so good he loves us so much he loves you so much and uh I don't know but Lately, the fresh revelation of his love for me is just, whew, it's just becoming so much stronger and understanding who he is. And I really pray that for the same for you. And I just know that God is doing something. And even when we are faithless, he is faithful. Amen. I believe that this year with the series of messages that's been preached, God is setting us up. It's a setup. And it's Brooke. It's a setup for more. In fact, it's time for us to really take hold afresh of this word, Isaiah 43. I've been kind of living in Isaiah this last week and this scripture in 1819 says, forget the former things. Come on, don't dwell in the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. The new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Incredible, I love what the message says. Forget about what's happened. Let go of it. Don't keep going over old history. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? Do you see it, Annisbrook? There's a new thing. It's like there's something in the water. There's no accident that our worship team Our songwriters were together over the weekend, finishing eight songs. That's no accident. 
because God is up to something. He's breathing afresh over us. And I believe the new thing is all about a newfound freedom and fresh revelation of purpose. Newfound freedom and fresh revelation of purpose for you and I. And I believe that's the outcome, one of the major outcomes from last Sunday, when many people were set free from all sorts of restrictions, all sorts, as Brent so brilliantly taught us how to be free from the Python spirit. If you weren't here, I encourage you to go online and listen to it. Powerful. And I believe that the ripple effect from that message is going to be massive. As more people watch it or listen to it again and again and again. Today I want to share that we don't get set free for nothing or to do nothing. We get set free for purpose. Freedom is for purpose. And that's what I've been thinking about all week long. I know from my own life, having those restrictions removed, being able to breathe again. Wow, it's for a purpose. It's for a purpose. Just a quick reminder, Brent, he talked about the Python spirit, which comes around us and uh, suddenly, gradually, slowly tries to choke the life out of us. Squeezes the breath, the joy, the strength, the faith, the vision, hope out of people. That's a powerful message, amen. And how to tell if you have been attacked by the Python spirit, just a few things, you lose spiritual desire, you have exhaustion, both physical and emotional, you have fear, confusion, lack of clarity, relational strife, control, manipulation comes around your life. That's some of the things. But I want to encourage you to go and listen to that because today will make more sense if you actually listen to that. But the word over our lives was bought over my, for me and Brent back in May that we had a restricted restriction around our life that was brought by the Python spirit. And because it was around us, because God has more. It was a powerful word. God has more for our lives. So if he has more for our lives, guess what? He has more for all of your lives because we're in this together. So it makes me wonder, what is it, God, that you're up to? What's the next? What's the new thing? What's the more? So freedom from restrictions becomes fresh revelation of purpose. Things become clearer. Fresh breath. He talked about the breath. The breath and the, and the Word of God. I did a bit of a study on it over the week. It's all about the Holy Spirit. And one of the prayers I often pray, and for people who around me a bit often hear me say, God, I pray for the fresh breath of the Holy Spirit. And I often feel like taking big breaths, honestly, a lot. But in the physical, right, fresh breath creates fresh energy, doesn't it, James? Like when we get oxygen going into our bodies through like cardiovascular sort of things, you know, do a few jumping or jumping jacks or running up a hill or doing something, running up a hill... Haven't done that for a wee while. But what happens is you actually can run again. I think there's some in the room that, yeah, you're now awake after that great word, but there's some and we've stopped running. We're barely walking. And because of the fresh breath that's coming back in to us, 
as individuals and as a company, as a family, online, fresh breath, fresh energy comes and we can run again. We can run again. Church, it's time to run again. Here's the word. We are set free for a reason, for a purpose. Anna's Brook. To fulfill what God has created us for. God has got more for us to do yet. He is not finished with us. In fact, the restrictions have come off our lives and church, God is speaking very clearly and saying we are built not only to defeat the storm. We heard that last week. But we're not only built to defeat the storm, but we're built to rise up from the storm. Rise up. We're built to increase, expand, think bigger, be stronger, more certain, clearer. And in brackets, I wrote down, the fog is gone. The fog is gone. And I'm just declaring it over each and every one of you. The fog is gone in Jesus' name. Come on. The fog is gone. For any of you who are still coming underneath that brain fog thing, I want to say right now in Jesus' name, fog go. Fog go. Clarity is coming. Even to some of you sitting here right now, clarity is coming into your thinking, into your mind. You can start to see things clearer. We are seeing things clearer, my friends. We are all in this together. God is calling you and I. He's calling us and his Brook family to enlarge, to stretch, stretch. God is in the stretch. Not to hold back, but to lengthen and strengthen. In love, he is calling us to increase, expand, multiply, widen, and to maximize everything that the Lord has given us. It's kind of like, and it feels like, for such a time as this call. It's a, for such a time as this. In the Amplified, it says in Esther 4.13, for such a time as this call and for this very purpose. What's your purpose? Why are you breathing? Why is breath coming in and out of your body? It's time to get a fresh revelation. Freedom doesn't come to us for nothing. We have been set free. So this week... I've been living in Isaiah 54, which is where this call has come. And it says, it starts actually the whole of Isaiah. I'm not going to go through all of it, although I encourage you to read Isaiah 54. It starts off talking about barrenness and despair and nothingness. And then it goes into this incredible verse, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in the desolate cities. And then it goes on and it talks about rebuilding and redemption and all the benefits that the Lord has for His kids. This amazing scripture that really, um, really struck out to me. Verse 10. For even if the mountains walk away and the hills Four to pieces. For those of you who know our story, that kind of resounded. For the hills and the hills fall to pieces. My love won't walk away from you. My covenant commitment of peace won't fall apart. Oh man, that just hit me. So, so good. 
And then the God who has compassion on you says so, afflicted city, storm-battered, unpitied, I'm about to rebuild you with stones of turquoise, lay your foundations with sapphires, construct your towers with rubies, your gates of jewels and all your walls with precious stones, all your children will have God for their teacher. There's a word. All your children will have God for their teacher. This is in the message. What a mentor for your children. You'll be built solid, grounded in righteousness, far from any trouble, nothing to fear, far from terror. It won't even come close. In the NLT, it says this. You will be secure under a government that is just and fair. Declare that over our nation right now as we come into the season. You will be secure under a government that is just and fair. And then verse verse 17, it says this. No weapon. Come on, say it. No weapon. You need to say it a little bit louder. No weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. What a promise. What a victorious from a a place of fruitlessness right all the way through to fruitfulness and victory. No weapon formed against you shall prosper in Jesus' name. Do you receive that word? Honestly, we need to, Annasbrook, because we're in a time that is such a time as this time. It really is. Isaiah 54, the mandate or call for us to walk out is to increase, enlarge, stretch, do not hold back, lengthen, strengthen. You know, as parents, we love to see don't we, our kids, increasing in gifts, knowledge, we love it, friendships, we work hard to see our kids have opportunities to learn new things so that they will be enlarged in their thinking, we don't want to see our kids just stay stay small, we want to see them increase, right, I love seeing that when, you know, my kids were growing up and going through every stage and you see them developing into who they're meant to be, learning new things. They go to school. It's always quite a hard moment. A little knocks down here. He's five. He's just started school recently and starting to learn to read and to write. Brilliant. And it's exciting, right? It would be bad if as parents we just keep them home because, you know, that's nice and safe. We want to just keep them home. They're not going to grow. They'll just stay small and they'll shrink. But as parents, we want our kids, you know, to to keep on learning and experiencing. God is the same. As our Heavenly Father, He is calling us to step out of the restrictions, out of maybe safety, out of comfort. He's calling us to step into increase, into all areas of our lives. And He's going to help us every step of the way. So here's a question I ask myself, and I want you to ask yourself this question here. What needs to increase in my life? What needs an increase? What's got depleted? What's on the minimalist side? What needs to increase, enlarge, stretch, strengthen? What needs to be strengthened? Is it generosity? Is it faith, love for others? Spiritual gifts for all of you who, can, who prophesy. When did you last step out and prophesy and give a word over somebody? For all of you who can lay hands or you know you, you have that sense of, of healing. You love, you love to pray for people for healing. When was the last time you actually stepped out 
in faith and pray for someone to be healed. When was the last time, for those of you who actually love to help people by practical needs, you know, maybe cooking, baking, sewing, cleaning, mowing, I don't know, practical helps. When was the last time you stepped out? God is wanting us to increase. Increase doesn't mean it's like a whole bunch. It just means little, little steps, incremental steps, increase. When I look at my life, I go, what do I need to increase? Little by little by little. Increase is basically multiplying what you are good at now. Stretch your tent curtains wide is all about just pushing it out a bit. I'm going to need to push those curtains out wide, I tell you that. Do not hold back. Making room for God to move in your life and through you. Can I say it again? Making room for God to move in your life and through you. Each and every one of you. Anna's Brook. Making God, giving him room to move. Maybe it's time to write down a few things again of what God has placed in your life. Write them down. Maybe things that you've done before, praying for others, talking about Jesus, prophesying, serving, teaching, encouraging, giving, leading, mercy, love, writing songs. We're in the increase. We are in it. Come on, church. Jump in and join us in the increase. Because the more loving we do, the more people will get loved. The more encouraging we do, the more people will get encouraged. The more sharing of our faith in the gospel, more people will get saved. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. It really, really is. I love what Thessalonians says about this. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other for everyone else. We thank God for you because your faith is growing more and more and the love every one of you has for each other is increasing. Is your love increasing? Is your just willingness to love others increasing? It needs to be. Because God's love for us is massive. So therefore, we need to love massively. I know we're not God. We are not. Definitely not far from it. But even if we can have a smidge of his love, we could change. Change this community. Change it. Change it. The other question. Oh, my gosh. Um, remember this. The Python Spirit wants to shut us down and keep us quiet. So it's time to push back. So over this, this last week, interesting enough, I had a restriction come, and it was an old restriction. And it was a physical restriction in my lower back. It was like an old back pain. I'm like, where the heck has this come from? What have I done? What have I done? And it's a debilitating thing. Nasty as. And I thought, oh, I know where this, I know where this is from. And so it's been a real battle, a real battle. It's been interesting. I've had to push back. I've had to speak up against it. I've had to use my voice. It's time to use your voice. It's time to speak up. In moments where you know you need to speak up. In love, that is. In love. God has given you a message to share. Help someone. 
Give something away. Even smiling is a pushback. You've got to push back. So for me, part of the pushback is having to stretch. It's interesting. Sometimes when we find restrictions come around our lives, we have to actually stretch. And in the stretch, that's where we find freedom. When we stretch our faith, when we stretch just our capacity a little bit more, get up a little bit earlier, go to bed a little bit earlier, to think about it, we stretch. So I'm having to do some stretches to stretch, and I'm going, okay, God, thank you, Lord, for this restriction, and thank you for the freedom that is coming through the stretch, through the stretch. So if you feel like even this message is a stretch, you think, man, I, I don't have any more energy or capacity. <laughs> God is in the stretch. Don't fear it. He knows exactly what you need. He has everything that you need. He really does. On the other side of your stretch, oh my gosh, is someone else's freedom from their restriction. Isn't that the truth? Because if I was to stay bound up, if I was to stay low, you know, low energy, low breath, well, I wouldn't be standing here, would I? <laughs> There's no way. <sighs> on the other side of your stretch, on the other side of your increase, is somebody else's freedom. So, so good. One more question I need to ask. As well as asking what needs to increase, I need to ask my life and my life what needs to decrease for me to increase. So there are things that I know I need to actually decrease in my life that aren't helpful. Maybe some unhealthy habits that you know are not serving you well. Maybe it's saying no to social media because it takes up too much precious time and you can't be present. You can't be present. You're not present with your kids. You're not present anywhere because you're locked into what's going on on social media. It's not serving you well, my friends. It doesn't serve us. It's okay for a bit. But you need to know what you need to decrease. Only you can answer that question. Only you. I can't tell you. And you can't tell me what I need to. We all have to recognise what stops us from increasing in areas of our lives. Maybe it's gossip. I reckon increase is simply removing something bad and adding something good. Just think about your life. What doesn't help you? What doesn't serve you? Okay, remove. Now I'm going to add something that does serve me, you know, really well. Add it. Subtraction and add. And then... Before you know it, you've got multiplication. It's all about maths. <laughs> Just a maths lesson, bringing it back, bringing it back. <laughs> but it is. If you get a negative thought about someone, instantly and consciously, re consciously replace it with a positive thought. Instantly. Go, nah, bad, in with the good. We can always think of something good about somebody. Yes, we can. So come on. 
Come on, church. You see, we can think big as a church. And go, oh, yeah, that's the elders' job. They can do the big vision stuff. But actually, it comes down to you and I. Actually increasing in, in the areas we need to increase and decreasing the areas we need to decrease. Because you and I are the church. We know that. Church is not a building. It takes each and every one of us on this journey of increase. If you think about doing something for someone, do it. Even yesterday, I got this encouraging text from somebody who, and they said, um, oh, I've been meaning to text all week. But I tell you what, that was the perfect timing. Perfect timing for that text to come. It created increase into my life. That encouragement added increase into my life right at that very, very moment. And as I would have respond back, that was perfect timing. Increase has just added, added to that person, right? Increase. Increase in our lives will not happen all by itself, by good intentions, by hoping it, by wishing it, by sitting on the couch. Doesn't. By even just praying for it. But that is the right place to start. Praying for increase. Recognizing, looking at your own life and saying, where do I need to increase? What have I stopped doing that used to be so good that I was actually really good at and made a difference in people's lives? What was that? My friends, I think it's time for a whole bunch of us to pick up some of the things that we used to do and run with them again with passion. We're going to push back at the enemy and start running again with where God has called us. You know, there's no point adapting a plan to increase your life without praying about it and asking what God needs to be and what God needs to increase. Every area of increase must come out of increased relationship with God. The Acts church multiplied because of the devotion to God through prayer, the Word and worship. We need to increase the strength of our relationship with Jesus. We need more of God. And this is the bottom line really for this. To do anything, to make a difference in this world that we've been planted in, that we get the privilege of breathing in and out air. But for us to make a difference and for us to actually walk into all that God has called us, we need more of Him. I need more of Him. So much and a whole lot less of myself and what worries me and what I'm concerned about and my preferences. Nah, those things have got to go. It's actually more about what God wants. So we need more of Him. So for me, I'm increasing, increasing my relationship intentionally with Jesus by choosing to spend more time. I'm increasing the time Worship, having my little speaker on, Spotify hooked into it. Worship, listening to new songs, 
listening, listening, listening. God, what are you saying? Speak to me. And He's speaking. And for each and every one of us, that is the same. The more time you give Him, the more increase you will have in your relationship. Going back, for me, going back to the basic foundational truths about who He is. Like I said before, having a fresh revelation of His love and that nothing can separate me. Nothing. No hill climbing, crashing down. Climbing, crashing down. No rain that wouldn't stop raining is gonna stop me from understanding the revelation of His love. It is gonna separate me from His love because the Word says that no trials, no troubles, nothing that we go through separates us from His love, nothing. He loves us, He loves us, He loves us. And that's gotta be the basement, the foundation that I build my love, my life on. Hunger for God and loving being with Him. It's such a huge deal, my friends. As Psalm 42 says, as a deer pants for stream, streams of water, so my soul pants for you, oh my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When? When can I go and meet with you, Jesus? When? I just love the urgency of the psalmist. When? You know, just like make time. I just love it. I love getting into the space. I love finding a space of just whenever or getting into my car and just going, come on, God, let's go. Make a choice that you will not go anywhere or do anything without the presence of God in your life. Moses said to God in Exodus 33, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. What else, what else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? Moses was right. We need the presence. We need Him. We need Him. You need Him. Online, you need Him today. You need Him more today than you did yesterday. And tomorrow you're gonna need Him even more, greater, greater, increase, 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 strengthen, enlarge in your relationship with Jesus because everything else will flow from that. Everything, everything will flow. The new songs come from that, amen, Jamie. They do, right? Nothing that we do, nothing that we do that matters comes out of our own strength. It comes out of Him. So we need to be connected to Him. This message, this Word, is definitely the opposite of restriction and shrinking back. It's a picture of Ephesians 3.20, which has been a key scripture for us. Now unto Him who is able to carry out His purpose and do super abundantly more than we could ever dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes or dreams, according to His power that is at work within us. To Him, to Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever and ever. Amen. Amen. I have a sense, as I was praying over this Word, that there are people listening, people here, people listening online, gonna be listening to this message who've been saying, I've been saying it for a little bit. Why am I actually here? Why am I here? What is my purpose? What is the point of life even? 
today, if you've been thinking those thoughts, you've got to hear this, that God, He wants you to step in to the more. He loves you passionately. He gave His life for you. Not that you, so that you wouldn't be lost, but that you would be found. If you're feeling lost in what you are doing in life and your call, maybe even those of you who've been Christians for years and you're feeling lost, where do I fit? <laughs> I know that we were feeling that a little bit. Are we best, are we behind, past our best behind date, best before date? <laughs> Are we past our best before date? You know, when you read on the supermarket things, best before date. Oh, oh, no, that's off. Do you feel a bit off? I tell you what, God is here to reignite you and just let you know that you are right on. You are on. You are not off. You are on. If you would just plug back into Him, you would cultivate that beautiful relationship. It doesn't take much. It's just maybe one extra verse, one five minutes, one extra song. It just, you know, it doesn't take little steps, baby steps, baby steps. Don't get overwhelmed by the words like increase and enlarge and maximise. Yes, they're big words, but they're actually little words as well because it's step by step by step by step. How beautiful is God? You definitely need Jesus in your life. If you've never asked Him into your life as your Lord and Saviour, you definitely need Him. (laughs) He is the life giver. He is the Saviour. He is Jesus, the Messiah, the one who gave His life for you and I. You need Him and you need to have Him. But you also need a restoration of dreams, visions, and loss of purpose. So today, I want to pray into that. It's His design, it's His nature, everything about Him is increase. And God has more for you. He has more for you. He has got more for you. (laughs) Some of you, you're just like, like beating, dabbling your toes in even in your relationship with Him, but there is so much more to know. There's so much more to experience. Some of you have served Him for many, many years, but actually, He's got more for you to do, did you know? And you're just feeling a bit lost. So would you just bow your heads with me? I wanna pray a prayer over us. Everyone will just bow your heads, shut your eyes, give yourself some privacy. I want you to ask yourself your question. This question. Do I know? Do I know why I'm actually on this planet, walking around, breathing? What is my purpose? What's my God-given purpose? Because there is a God-given purpose. We don't just come into this land and get born and grow up and, you know, get a job maybe and have a mortgage and children and da-da-da and then die. We're actually here for a reason. We're actually here to make a difference. There's more to life than that. And I want to encourage you and empower you in the name of Jesus to actually get a fresh vision. So right now, right now, in Jesus' name, I pray for each and every person in this place who's feeling lost without purpose, loss of vision, 
loss of dreams, even loss of the gifts that you used to work in, but they've like, what? I think they've just done. I think I'm done. You are not done in Jesus' Name. Right now, I declare you are not done. You have full purpose. And I pray right now, Holy Spirit, You will come. And I pray clarity all over this place. I pray clarity online for each and every one, that You would bring back the vision, that You would bring back the purpose, their God-given purpose in Jesus' Name. Father, right now, I come against the, the devourer. I come against the python that will try and shrink and destroy and restrict. And I just pray, God, increase that these people, that we as a group would step into the increase and find fresh purpose. So I pray right now, fresh purpose all over this place in Jesus' Name. Fresh dreams, fresh thoughts in Jesus' Name of what You are here for. Reignite it, Lord, I pray. Reignite the purpose. Reignite those dreams. Bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them back in Jesus' Name. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. Move in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He is a good God, people. Good God. Amen. And God is about to do something new in your life. Each and every one of you. I believe that. I believe this Word is not just, not just a few of us. It's actually for us as a company of people. But as I said before, we are the church. We are the individuals that make up the church. And we as a whole together, we will see increase and multiplication and enlargement like never before. From right to the left, to the back and to the front of this building and all over the show, all over the world, (laughs) there's gonna be more salvations, more freedom, more people set on fire for Him. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. Hey, bless you heaps. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info at or visit our website.